What up guys, welcome back to Off The Record where we talk about whatever we want and today we have our Ask An Expert segment where we have Kevin, a real estate agent. Thank and you. he's my personal real estate agent to help me buy two houses, sell one in the process of selling the other. I wanted you to help me with the Vegas home, but that doesn't work like that, right? It's like- You have to have a license for each state. You do. Oh. Yeah, so we're specifically licensed just in the state. We want to operate. I mean, there are some agents that have multiple licenses, but... Because you lack a license in Nevada, are you confused when you look at their properties? Are you like, what is the... <laughs> <laughs> pricing, yes, compared to California. Um, Do the pricing surprise you? Because it's so much cheaper? It is a lot cheaper out there. A lot cheaper. I mean, it's it's nuts what, what you can buy over there compared to what you can buy over here. Yeah, I was looking at the houses and I was like, yo, in California, this would be like 5 million, but it's like... 900,000 or something. Yeah. <laughs> and lifestyles is not too different over there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, the weather to me, it's still like, it's like Riverside. Yeah. So I, I mean, think like after you leave the beach, pretty much from downtown until, I don't know, fucking Colorado or some shit, or like, or no, Colorado gets really colder, but like maybe all the way up until Nevada, it's like roughly like the same temperature. Yeah. I mean, their summers are actually not that bad because we were there probably like at the end of summer. Right, and it was like 110 when we were looking at houses. But it was like 114 over here. It was 114 here, like but it's valley. drier yeah. over there. I think it's the drier part that kills yeah. me. It kills you? I like the drier part. I like it, because yeah, you're not like beating with like sweat. Humidity. Yeah, the humidity, you're just like drenched after a day. I get dehydrated. <laughs> My lungs hurt, man. Anyways, um, so I'm probably the, I never bought a home. It's funny, because I've pitched in in investment properties before I even owned my own place. Yeah. But like, kind of like, all right, there's a process to buying a used car, right? Like yeah. you want to make sure that things are okay or whatever. Most homes are used homes. Yeah. So like, what are the right things that I should be asking when I purchase a home? Like, like history and all that stuff. Yeah, like what do you look for? Yeah. I really look for the condition of the property, right? Um, so like maybe say, let's say electrical, right? If electrical panels are old, uh, like plumbing, Like what are the line. actual breakers? Like you go and look at that? Yeah, like to see what the age, because you know, here in California, especially in LA, a lot of the homes are probably built as early as the 20s and you know, they can go up to easily to the 60s, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of, I mean, these houses are approaching 100 years, right? So, so much history. There's a lot of things whether people have done over time or they have not done over time, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that the house is bad, but the one thing that you kind of want to look for in the future is, you know, this could probably go out when you own it, right? So do you have the money to replace it when it happens? and how much is that roughly going to cost, right? Because you don't want to spend all your money into a property, something goes wrong and you can't even fix it. And this is the most important thing that you own, mm. right? So those things are definitely things that you should look at, right? Of course, in the escrow process, you would want to try to negotiate that, but given as crazy as the market is right now, you might not be able to negotiate that. Um, so knowing the true condition of the home is probably one of the 
biggest things. What are the conditions? So electrical, like it's plumbing. Electrical, plumbing, roof, right? So like rats. Rats could be one. Termites could be another one. How do you find the rats? You put some cheese out and see if anyone. Knows about <laughs> Usually you'll find out because they got droppings all over the place. Oh right? shit! Yeah, so, rat shit. So you'll find you'll find it through that. Usually in the attic and stuff, or like underneath the house. But all of those major, I always say the major components, right? So electrical, foundation, plumbing, roof. Those are. How really do you tell the roof though? Unless it's like raining. That you would you would either want. I mean, the inspector, your general home inspector, is going to be able to tell you. And if they're like, yeah, we see signs of leaks or there's active leaks, mm. right? He'll he'll note that out. And then you might want to bring in that expert to come in, right? The roofer to come in and say, okay, this is the condition or this is why you're getting leaks because they know what to look for. A lot of people like to go off of when the roof was last done too, right? Like how many, how many years ago was that? Yeah, but you know, depending on how long people have owned it, some people have no idea, yeah. right? So I always say, don't rely everything on what the seller is telling you. You wanna make sure that, you know, it, you get somebody to give you your own opinion. Do right? you, uh, should you be like looking for homes with an inspector then? Or should you like find one you like first and then bring that guy in? Yeah, you wanna find a home first because bringing an inspector out is gonna cost you oh, money. Right. Yeah. Uh, you might have to go look at 20 homes before you even get one into escrow. So that's, it's gonna cost you a lot. I had an inspector and he missed something. Mm -hmm. And then, then like we have like um, ele an electrical problem in our kitchen yeah. that he totally whiffed on. Yeah, what was the electrical problem? The, the switch like, um, the, the safety switch thing takes the whole wall down power-wise. Oh, the GFCI. Yeah, GFCI, so I have to constantly press that thing if I want to use like the microwave. Yeah, so I always tell people when you do a home inspection, he's not gonna be perfect, right? Because literally he's in this house for what, two to three hours at most. He's not gonna find everything, right? So that's, uh, we'll consider it's a small thing because you could probably get that fixed pretty easy yeah. with the electrician. You put like a bigger breaker or something? Yeah, or maybe it's just the outlet that's kind of little fickle or something at the breaker or something maybe at the plug itself. Um, I always say with the general inspection, what you're really looking out for are the major components. So that roof, the electrical, like when I talk about electrical, I'm talking about like, is this electrical from the 1900s, knob and tube, right? Mm -hmm. Or knob and tube. Yeah, knob that? and tube. It's basically they have like the, literally these knobs and tubes up in the attic that oh, run, wow. oh, um, and they're like hot wires, and you it could be flammable oh, because you got shit. insulation up there and everything like. Damn, that. it's like Edison level I shit, know. huh? <laughs> Damn. Um, or the electrical panel itself, right? Is it like outdated because we use a lot more electricity in today's world compared to somebody back in 1920 when what, what did they have? Just the light bulbs that they're you know providing electricity to. Now we got computers, we got refrigerators, we got all this other Christmas stuff. lights. What did they do for Christmas lights back then? I think candles. <laughs> so there's homes that have electrical in like the 20s and they never been updated, Correct. like in LA. Correct. What? Yeah. My mom's house in Monterey Park, I remember when we first looked at that because it was an older home, each room only had one socket. Like, you know, one plug-in. Yeah. When was it built? Like in the 30s or something? Um, I don't know, maybe like 50s, but uh, now, like, if you go to any modern home, yeah. there's like a socket on every single wall. And USBs. <laughs> That's what's crazy is later on, it'll be like, oh, this one doesn't have USBs. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those are the things that you probably really want to look. It's really the condition of the house, right? Like, you know, these older homes, does it have, is it earthquake retrofitted, right? Was it bolted for, for earthquakes, right? Some of them aren't. So yeah. your house could fall apart. 
possibly if the big one hits. Oh, Who knows? Shit. But if a house has been built from like the 20s, there's gotta be someone that died in there. There's oh, yeah. gotta oh, be. Yeah. That would be the first I'm, thing I ask. Yep. How many ghosts is in this bitch? Yep. I'm gonna find my discount. So the yeah. real, like the actual question on the disclosures is just within the past three years. Oh, That's they can't it. tell you? Yeah. So there's a lot of haunted houses oh. here, man. It could be, it could be, because we can only go back so far. What if there's like a vicious, brutal killing? Well, uh, Google, hopefully that, okay. you can find it on But Google. you don't have to disclose that though after three years. Three years, the specific things. But ghosts last longer than that, dude. But if you are if you are encountering ghosts that you see, then that's probably something that you would want to disclose. You put it in hey, the look, contingency. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see ghosts here, right. right? Can you do that like in, during escrow, right? Like let's say you do run into a fucking ghost and you're just like, Man, I can't buy this house, man. There's a ghost in there, dude. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, it's all within your, your, uh... But you think they'll take it, though? They'll be like, nah, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna fly in court, dude. Yeah, like, let's say Wells Fargo is banking you. He's like, nah, dude. You gotta buy this house. Are they gonna let you bounce out of escrow because you saw a ghost? What's the half-life on ghosts? Because <laughs> people are still seeing, like, Civil War ghosts, right? But nobody sees, like, old Roman warrior ghosts. So there's gotta be some kind of half- Maybe because they're in Italy. Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> It's geographical. Yeah, maybe they can't come to America because. No, I think ghosts get on ships though and come over here all the time. You think they stole away? I think they stole away on the ships, yeah. <laughs> They're like little rats, huh? Yeah. Bringing yeah. over the Black Plague. Exactly. I don't know, man. I, that's kind of what I always worry about too because it's a used house, right? And then, see, I live in a garage and I know that there would no. Maybe some car crushed a man and he died in there, but still. You know, it's, do you tell girls you live in the garage? I think they like it more. They're like, you do? That's different, you know? You're progressive. I'm, I'm a minimalist. Ooh, it's so cool these days, right? But yeah, I'm always worried about like when I move into a place, for some reason, apartments don't creep me out. But a, like a single family, like new, like a older home, I'm just like, Somebody fucking died in here or something, man. There's something going on. I feel a lot of houses have, uh, you get vibes. Energy. Yeah, energy, yeah. right? Like there's definitely houses you walk into and you're like, this is pretty depressing. I don't, yeah. I don't think this is it, right? But then you walk into some houses and you're like, oh, this is amazing. You ever walk into a house where you feel depressed, but then the buyer is like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, if you want. Are, are you sure about that? I mean, I'll point it out, right? Yeah. It's not like I'm not gonna like not tell them. Yeah. I'll definitely point it out and be like, are you sure? And they'll be like, yes. And I'll be like, are you sure, sure? And they'll be like, yes. I'll be like, okay, well. Today's video is brought to you by Upstart. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. And I personally wish I had something exactly like this and I knew about it several years ago when I went ahead and went crazy with crypto shopping, baby. And I bet there's a lot of people doing that right now, trying to make millions of dollars on crypto and they're like, yo, oh no. You know what? I don't have any more money in the bank account and I have all these credit card bills and I have all this stuff I wasn't even thinking about. So uh, I ended up having to take out a personal loan and the rates were not the greatest. And if I knew that Upstart existed, I probably would have been in a better situation. Yeah, what's dope about Upstart is that it's a five minute online rate check and you can see your rate upfront 
for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. There's times where I try to get a loan and you know, just talking to a loan officer might take a week or two and you're like, fuck, I need this loan now. Now. So that's what's really cool about Upstart. Upstart also finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score and you can get approved the same day and receive funds as fast as one business day. So if debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. That's right, so find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash off the record. That's upstart.com slash off the record. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash off the record. Have you ever had uh, any clients like be like, I don't want this house, man. It's haunted. Like I need to get the fuck out of here. After they bought it? Yeah. No, I haven't had that. Not yeah. that. But definitely I feel vibes in certain properties that we've gone into. Yeah. The yeah. vibes feel better the cheaper the, the house Yeah, is. for sure, for me. Cause I remember in Vegas, I like every house had great vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this one's haunted? Yep. You're like, I don't know about that. But it's like 200,000 and you're like, Oh, what ghost? Yeah. I could live with ghosts. I only got bad vibes when I'm like, there's no pool. <laughs> I think I'm the same way, man. If a, if I got a great discount, I think my fear of the ghosts will go away. I'd be like, bitch, we're fucking roommates. I don't care. Yeah. Get some sage. Yeah, yeah man. It's worth the discount. So what are the things you look for? Those are the main ones? Community, right? Um, wherever you're gonna live, that's basically where you're gonna be at most of the time. So you definitely wanna make sure you like the community. A lot of people buy for school districts as well too. So make oh, sure you yeah, like the school geez. districts. Um, because usually by the time you get to purchasing a house, the next thing that usually happens is little babies yeah. afterwards. So those little babies gotta go somewhere for school eventually. Is that the longest people usually stay is like when they kind of start popping out kids? Uh, depending on where they're at in their life cycle. So there's, you know, a lot of people, I always say when people first get married, that's like usually the first time that they'll start to look for the house. So they'll envision that 30 year house, look, we want the kids, we want that, but they can't afford it yet, right? Yeah. So you might want to just buy that starter home first. And then once you buy that starter home, you actually have the kid, then move up to the next, to the next one, right? Um, but is that the longest that people stay? I think the generation before us definitely stayed in houses a lot longer than this generation, yeah. right? Because if you probably go look at all your parents, they probably still live in the same house that they probably originally bought. <laughs> Do you have to disclose if like they shot like a lot of porn in the house? You should. <laughs> like yes, all the homes because, in the valley, right? <laughs> uh, there was an attorney that told me about a story that his, uh, they had a case where, um, they sold the property, a client sold the property and they didn't know that there was a bunch of porn being shot in the house. Did they do like a pure space Airbnb situation and porn was being shot there? I have no idea what, what the actual, it was before Airbnb though. Oh. So definitely not that, but. What the, the buyer didn't know that there was porn. The buyer oh. did it, but they found out about Wait, it afterwards. The, what's wrong? The like wife it. was just like oh, appalled dude. about the situation. Oh. She was like there and there, and, and like she couldn't. Get she didn't get horny, huh? I always say you want to disclose any. If you were on the other side and you found out about it, are you okay with it, mm. right? If you're not, or if you even just question it a little bit, 
disclose it. Damn, it's crazy how they say one man's trash is another man's treasure, because I would have paid more money. I know that. I would be like, you're telling me that this is that scene where they had Jenna James. Oh my god, this is Anal Angels 14. No, wait a minute. There's pussy juice all over these walls. Are you telling me that this is where he sprayed the fucking nut? Oh my god. It's all how you market it, right? right? She cleaned herself off in this shower. The thing that sucks though is the same furniture isn't there though, so it's That's all true. different. I'm sure you can ask about yeah, it. Yeah, you can negotiate that. Maybe. They went to the wrong market, man. What they should have done is sold this to the, at like a porn convention. Would you like to buy the famous anal angels, you know, fucking house or whatever? You know, they'll be like, oh my God, I'd buy that house. It's a niche market. Wrong customer base, dude. Yep. What is another way you can like make sure that you're not buying something that's gonna fall apart on you. Like the lemon version of a house. Yeah. The lemon version of a house. Probably not making an offer with no contingencies. That's that's for sure, right? Because yeah. you have no idea what you're buying. A lot of people do also want to buy houses, like they, everybody wants that deal, right? So they're like, you know, where are the foreclosures? Where are the short sales? Mm -hmm. Um, so you can buy the properties at auction house. We haven't seen it yet because the market hasn't really tipped, but eventually that probably will come back into the marketplace. Um, and they'll sell properties at the courthouses because people can't pay their mortgages anymore. I mean, that is another example where if you don't have the experience or the know-how or the extra capital, definitely don't get into something like that. Because well, yeah. are they like as-is sales when you as buy from the sales. banks or the court? Yeah, you oh. can't even, you can, a lot of times you can't even see the property. That's like a storage wars. You can't even yeah. see it? Correct. So you really have no idea, but people always come like, we want the best deal and how do we do this? I'm like, you can do it, but like, if you don't know how to fix it, or you don't have the money to fix it, what's what's the good deal gonna do? Do they know like anything like, oh, this is a house, like may, let's say the police department was selling some houses cause like they're like, this was a meth house and then there's like 15 machine gun bullets all over and there was a raid. Do they, do you know these details? Or like you buy a house and you go there and you're like half of the house is burnt down, what the fuck? No, yeah, because- Zillow, all the machine gun bullets. So the difference between that is, you know, Who's gonna own it right at that point, which is the bank. And the bank is literally just a corporation, right? Yeah. So the bank has no idea, they have no, they, they know nothing about the property except for maybe the address and like the characteristics of the property. Like Can we look at it? A lot of times you you wouldn't even be able to. Wow. Sometimes they will allow you to. So why so, would you even wanna buy it? Cause it's so cause cheap. It's cheap. Huh? <laughs> Some of them I'll see like, even in LA it'll be like 40 grand, right? Yeah. So it's like, do you want to take that gamble? Do you want to just Correct. put up the 40 grand to buy the whole house or, but you don't know where you're going The bigger the risk, the bigger reward, right? But sometimes it may not be worth it. Is it like an auction auction where you have a guy go 45, 45, 45? You do. Yeah. You do? Yeah, you do. Oh, you shit. Do. Have you guys purchased uh, your uh, any homes like that? Like, I haven't actually purchased, but I've gone to a few. Like they, mm -hmm. did, they used to do it at like hotels. Um, like in the big like banquet halls, you know, they yeah. had it all set up. You sign in, you get like a card, and they're like, these are the properties that are coming out, and they literally have that guy up there. How come you don't buy one of those guys? I've tried. I looked into it. Yeah. Right. Um, but it is like very, a... it is very complicated. So I mean, it, it really depends on how much time and energy you want to spend into it, I because see. you really need to do your homework before you get in there. And even the homework that you do on the properties, like the bank can take it off the day of. So you can literally go to the site, 
thinking you're gonna auction on this property that you've done research on, and they say, hey, no, we've worked out a deal with the, with the person that has the loan on, on it, or they're prolonging it, and they're pushing it to another date, so. Like, hey, they got their house back, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, so it's a lot of, <laughs> it could be very possible, yeah. I wanted possible. it. So, that takes up a lot of time. Yeah. That would take away from what I do, right? Yeah, yeah. So, that's not my main focus, focus of business. There are certain people that do that, right? I wanna be the guy that turns trash into treasures. <laughs> so I guess I'll have to be at the auction. They'll be like, $20,000 and I'm like, yes! And I go there and it's like nothing but land and some burnt posts and a chimney. It's a lot in burnt posts. I know and I'm just like, oh man, this was a part of that fire we just had? <laughs> Dude, that would suck. Speaking of like a uh, community and like the neighborhood, um, I remember we were see seeing this house in South Pasadena mm -hmm. and a lot of the homes in South Pasadena are older because yeah. it's just, they were just built a long time ago. But like when me and Gio and I don't know if we brought Tyco or not, but you, we could really envision like walking them to school because it's right down the street from the school and it looked really, really good. And like all the neighbors seemed like really quiet and peaceful. But then we brought in um, my friend's uncle who's a contractor because he was like, don't worry about it. if the house is old, I can make, make it look like anything. But I think when we got there and he started knocking on the walls, he, he was like asbestos or like what? Oh yeah. Or like lead. I remember that. It was like on Via del Rey or something. Like yeah, that. it was like some like, he was like, oh shit. Like if you want to remodel this house, it's going to be, it was going to be like twice the budget because you have to take down all the walls now because they're all built before a certain amount so of time. So does that mean there's like toxic chemicals and shit? I think there could yeah. have been, yeah. There could be, depending on like when it was built and stuff like that. Why did people like so much toxic material back then? <laughs> they, they probably didn't know. Um, Let me put just mercury in the walls and shit, you know? Yeah. Deform the fuck out of my... Yeah. But yeah. sometimes like it does take like a whole team to go and make sure if the house is right for you. Cause we were right. looking specifically in that area. Inventory was even lower. We found a community that we really liked, but then the house itself, it was just gonna be way more if you wanted to remodel and make it look modern. Correct. And I think that goes back to like that original point was, you know, if you had some, if you don't know the other person on the other side or you just go direct to the agent that was representing the seller, they might not tell you something like that, right? Yeah. And then you get into it, you purchase something and you're like, okay, this is what I want to do, but it's like three times what I wanted to do. Now you're gonna be stuck in a house that you're not happy with, yeah. right? So you do want somebody to help you navigate through that whole process. I think a lot of people look and be like, well, psh, everything is online, right? I can go to Zillow, I can go to Redfin, I can find that. Do you hate Zillow? I hate Zillow. Yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> Agents hate Zillow more than cab drivers hate Uber? Oof. It's or probably Redfin, fuck yeah. Redfin. It's probably pretty close, actually. Really? I would think so. What's bad about Zillow? I always say Zillow is a good starting point, right? But it's not necessary. But people believe in Zillow so adamantly, like, oh no, Zillow says this and this is. Like oh, like they see they see the price. Exactly. That's what the Zillow exactly. estimate it's, is. It's, the estimate's all fucked up on Zillow, though. Well, but yeah. some people, people like they're like, no, this is what Zillow says. That's true, and I'm like, uh, it's it's not right. Oh. Um, and the other thing that I don't like about Zillow, but Zillow's gonna change too. So Zillow is actually turning into a brokerage. So how that all formulates. Uh, yeah, you could buy a house on like Zillow. Zillow now, right? will buy houses from from people. Uh, I had a, I had a client just recently, so they wow. did the Zillow offers. Uh, Zillow offered them six hundred thousand, like no contingency. This is wow. the price. Just like Carmax. Yeah, pretty much. And we ended. I was like, well, what are they offering? He's like six hundred thousand. He's like, what do you think you can get me? And I had a range, and we actually outperformed what I thought we could even get. We basically netted him 
almost $60,000 more than what, what Zillow offered, right? Oh, wow. But some people don't mind that. They don't want to deal with the hassle of getting the property yeah. ready. Talking like, to Kevin. Yeah, talking to me. <laughs> like he's going to screw me over, yeah, yeah. right? Um, so there's all those things that some people are like, forget, I'll just... I'll just let it go, even though they know it's at a discount. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is a lot of people search on Zillow and they see these pre-foreclosed homes, yeah. right? Um, that's one of the most difficult things because it looks like it's for sale, but all Zillow does is it tracks because whenever a property goes into what we call pre-foreclosures, basically the person didn't make their payments on their mortgage, that's the first thing. Uh, then the bank sends what we call a notice of default. It basically means, hey, you didn't make your payments on the property, you fall behind, you need to make up, this is the penalty and so forth. Then they will give them usually 90 days. If they don't cure that, then the next step would be a notice of trustee sale, right? So that's another notice. And all of this gets recorded at the county recorders. So Zillow has a program where they pick all this stuff up and when it, when it picks up, they throw it out and say, hey, this is a pre-foreclosed home. But it doesn't necessarily- cross they can't get their shit together. Exactly, <laughs> but people think that it's for sale. Oh. when it's really not for sale, right? So that throws this huge confusion for, for us because they'd be like, hey, I saw this on Zillow. Can we go see it? And, I, and I'm like looking on my system, it's not for sale. Then I go on Zillow and I look at it and be like, okay, it's a pre-foreclosed home. This is the situation. They're so I gotta, yeah. I gotta explain that like 50 times throughout but, the Oh day, man, right? yeah. they so, still own their own house? <laughs> and you just had to explain it to us, dude. I'm sorry, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the one big reason why. Zillow's not mm -hmm. always the most accurate. accurate. What they portray and what's actual. So it, it doesn't help educate the public, it confuses the public. Correct. If they don't yeah, understand yeah. like what pre-foreclosure is and all these other things. Yeah. Because you even looked, I remember on Zillow, you would send me properties like, hey, there's this property in Pasadena, but it shows South, uh, South Pass schools. And I'm like, that's still Pasadena schools, right? So mm. what comes up on there isn't necessarily always 100% accurate. So that's, that's, the difficult part is because it's adding an extra layer for us. Yeah, because yeah, that's like a big thing with like when you're shopping for homes to be in the right school district. If the homes are in a really good school district, they're usually paying a premium for that. Yeah. And then so when I saw that this home was technically in this city, but it qualified for this school district, so I don't have to pay the premium. I'm like, Correct. oh shit, that's dope. Correct. But then Zillow also isn't the authority and the jurisdiction of the schools. Correct. They're just kind of estimating geographically. Yeah, whatever's closest, like, oh, it should probably go to that school. They don't actually narrow it down. Like, this is exact. This is why I'm a Redfin guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a Craigslist dude.